You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Margie and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy, and we are all spreading out when we start our school, but we're getting ready to get back, so I hope that's working out for you wherever you are in the world. This is episode 542, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news. And as you know, we always are trying to bring you the most up-to-date information coming out of Disney. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. Just like last week, there is a ton of news. I keep thinking we went so like a desert for a long time. I had nothing (laughs) to share and we were creating things to talk about, about Disney. And now there's so much, I feel like we're having to run a marathon through it or sprint through it. So we will do our best to cover it and give you our two cents as we do it. So I wanted to give an update about something that we talked about last week. And we were all talking about this 4 p.m. pass at Epcot. And guess what? It is only for Florida residents. It's like a season pass for Florida residents just for Epcot. And you go from 4 p.m. until closing. And the cost of it is $339.74 a year per person for the people that buy that pass. It also gives them 20% off select dining, 20% off select merchandise in the stores, and standard theme park parking, as well as they hear more about the events and festivals that are going on. So it's kind of a perk for them. It's not a perk for us, unfortunately. And Betsy was the one that actually discovered this for me because she's like, hey, I was listening to the show. And what do you know about that? I said, actually, I haven't even had a chance to to research that yet. And she's like, oh, I'll look it up for you. So she did it. So shout out to Betsy for looking it up. And then I found out how much it was and everything. So I'm very sad to report that to you guys. Wouldn't that be awesome if that was available for all the parks for Florida residents? I mean, granted, I would want it to be available to me, but but that, I mean, that's like a really awesome thing because, yeah, just to go in after four o'clock and stay till closing for a smaller amount of money, I bet you they would, I wonder if they would sell more season passes if they had that available for all the parks. So we kind of talked about this last week about um, it being specific to Epcot. And at first we were wondering why maybe they chose just Epcot, but a lot of people do like to drink around the world. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of almost like a happy hour, like get off work and where do you go? Like, oh, we can just go to Epcot and have a drink there instead of going to a restaurant nearby or something. So it just kind of opens Epcot almost like Disney Springs, where you're not really going for rides, you're going to the atmosphere and for a casual bite and a drink 
you could do the same at Epcot instead. And so I guess since Epcot's not really filling and reaching its capacity, they decided to do something like this. Yeah, I could see it being good for shopping too. Just all those countries have such unique items that people might want to, you know, especially with the holidays coming up, that might be a good place to buy some gifts for family members. So another thing we touched on a little bit, this is about two weeks ago, we were reporting how they had um, shortened the Disney World park hours. They were supposed to run from September 8th through October 31st. And this week we have a new update. Disney released that the shortened hours are going to continue at least through November 1st through November 8th. So they've extended that a little longer. And the hours are Magic Kingdom is 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Epcot is 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Disney Hollywood Studios is 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So kind of the, the big issue with this is those pass holders. And Margie, you just mentioned the, the, the pass holders uh, and the Florida um, residents. And it's kind of that same, it goes right along with that. So people who live in Florida do often just get off work and go to Disney or, you know, pick up the kids from school and go to Disney. And with those shortened hours with parks closing at five, six and seven o'clock, it's becoming really difficult for them to do that. So they can't just get off work and go. It, it totally eliminates what some of their plan is. So a lot of the pass holders are really upset about this and are trying to cancel their passes um, because they don't think they're getting their money's worth out of it. And if that was my plan and I was paying all that amount of money for a pass, I think I would be doing the same thing. And I can totally understand why they're upset. It just sounds like a dream to pick up your kids and go to Disney. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I mean, that just sounds amazing to me. Do you think as a pass holder who does something like that, just randomly picks up and goes to Disney, do you think it sucks a little of the fun out of it? Is it always as magical each time? Like right now it, for us, since we can't go as frequently, it's such a huge production and so extremely special. Does it lose some of that if you're a Florida resident and you're there all the time? We had a listener that wrote in and for the life of me please don't shoot me whoever you are i apologize but lived in florida and they said it didn't really that it just was like if you think about it you're going into the bubble if you had a hard day at work and you could go to the bubble for a couple hours and forget about life that would be pretty cool stuff i don't know <laughs> it would be really cool i just wonder if it's not as like i'm getting choked up being here you know like i don't know well, I think it too, I mean, Disney is constantly changing. So while you're always going to have those things that you like and you look forward to, and hopefully they stay for a while, <laughs> um, there's always going to be something new and different. And even going now, if you're going now, it's different than what it was a few months ago with cavalcades instead of the traditional parades. And, you know, there's not character meetings, but we might call them character sightings. So just, it's very different. And some people like that and it might work for them in terms of, you know, the Disney energy, shall we say. That's very true. And I just think like your stress level is <laughs> so much, like there's not as much writing on, this has to go perfect. Mm -hmm. You have to get all these things on because you'll be there next week. So no big deal. Well, and I also think, I mean, there's so much at Disney 
that we never get to do at all when we go visit and you know the stress level there of what are we going to do and why can't we do that and so if you have if you're there in florida and you're able to go a lot like you're able to experience so much more of disney mm -hmm. so it could be different every single time you go yeah that's the hardest thing for us on a trip is feeling like you're not getting everything in the trip and having to tell yourself that it's okay, we'll be back, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be tomorrow. It'll probably be in a year or yeah. two years. And um, if you could just go and say, all right, today I'm going to ride Pirates and Big Thunder and we're going to have some dinner at Pecos Bills and then we're going to come back next week and do Space Mountain. You know, if you could live life like that, that'd be pretty nice. Then you're amazing. <laughs> there is um, a YouTuber that I watched this week, and she wanted to see if she got there at park opening for Magic Kingdom, if she could ride every ride. And then when she had time, then she went back and did Carousel Progress and um, Tiki Room. I don't think she did Country Bears. I'm trying to remember. I don't think she did. But, and Mickey's Philhar Magic, like she did all the rides, all of them, even, you know, I don't really ride Dumbo or Barnstormer, but she did. And she was able to do all of them before the park closed. And I think she still had an hour and a half to spare at this time. Wow. So that just makes me want to hop a plane just so we're all clear. No. no, seriously. My husband's dream is just to be able to go and sit on Main Street people watch it's Nick. See everything that happens on main street and i'm the go 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 person and it's really hard and i too would love to sit on main street and experience that but when you only get to go once a year or once every other year i'm like no we, we don't have time we don't have time to sit here on main street we have to go 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 so I'm sure if we had season passes and we were able to just go and sit on Main Street, my husband's dream would come true. So, so this is what happens when you are one of those people that can only go once a year every two years and you try to figure out ways to convince your husband to make the trip as long as possible. So that's why our last trip was a total of basically 10 day, nine nights and 10 days. So we had multiple days in each park and that helped a lot to accomplish the oh, goal yeah. of riding all the rides. Hey, a couple years ago, my husband and I talked about going for a month, if he could work remote, which he is now, we could right. totally do this, go for a month, rent like a, just an Airbnb there and get a season pass for that month. It would totally say like, we would get our bang for our buck just going every single day for a month. And so That'd be nice. that's very old fashioned. It's like you're summering in yeah. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm very excited about this next part. Let us change over to Disney Plus. Have you guys heard the news? So excited. But Hocus Pocus 2 is coming to Disney Plus. Yay. 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 So excited, so excited for this. And so the three main lead characters, the Sanderson sisters, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Nahimi have agreed on their return for Hocus Pocus 2. Yay! Yay. And um, Adam Shankman will be the director. There isn't any word on plot line, like, the plot or anything or or if any of the other characters are going to be coming back but we 
do know that hopefully it'll be released sometime in 2021. So we have to wait a little bit, but it's still kind of fun. Like there's there's just like such a following for Hocus Pocus. Yes. Which is funny. Made my kids love it. My six-year-old loves to get up and say another glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and amok, amok, amok. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. We, we quote it all the time here because the other day we were <laughs> taking turns and we were like, tis stone. <laughs> I smell children. Yeah, we do well, it. And I was watching another um, interview with Sarah Jessica Parker and she was like, and this was a year ago that this she had this interview and she was like, I don't even know if I've watched it and I don't even remember what it's about. I remember that I had a lot of fun on set and people have told me that my character was kind of ditzy and I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, oh my goodness. Her That's so sad. just matched her character from the movie so perfectly. So anyways, it was, I'm, I'm hoping that she has seen it again, sent a green to do Hocus Pocus too, but she said that she just had so much fun. She had so much fun filming this film, Hocus Pocus, so. All right, on to some more exciting news. Or maybe not so exciting. All right, y'all. So, well, this isn't too bad. Getting a Rise of the Resistance boarding group has just been made a little bit easier. So when you log on to My Disney Experience, you used to have to click on each guest that you wanted a boarding pass for. But now when you get on at 10 or 2, Disney will automatically assign a pass to everyone in your friends and family group that is at Hollywood Studios with you. And so this should help more people have the opportunity and cause less problems. I'll say that when we went in January, I went with my daughter and it was pretty easy to, for me to click her as well, add her to the boarding pass. But I could see if you had a larger group of, you know, six, seven, eight, ten, however many. Ten more. is what they were <laughs> using it as an example. Yeah, then um, this would make things much easier and decrease the amount of time that it took for you to get that pass. Because as we know, these go in seconds, not minutes or hours, but seconds. Wasn't there a third, wasn't there a third time to do reservations or did they There used that? to be, they, they eliminated it. Oh, they did eliminate that, okay. Yeah, that changed a few weeks back, but it definitely, it puts you at a disadvantage if you have a large group of people because somebody with a, a very small group can get on and boom, boom, and they're done when you have a lot more steps of clicking. And it, it sounds silly that like clicking on extra names takes that long, but it, it does. When it does you're, when you're losing when it seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That seems so crazy. So this week we did find out that Disneyland Resort reservations have been pushed to mid-September. There is no word about the reopening of the actual parks, but that the reservations can start being made at Paradise Pier and Grand Californian Resort on September 16th, or starting September 16th. And the Disneyland Hotel showed availability starting October the 1st. And just because you can book a reservation for the resort, I'm sorry to tell you, that does not mean that the park is reopening. I did want to give you hope, Disneyland friends, because if you remember right, Disney World park, uh, resorts opened prior to the parks. So that made me feel a little bit better if they're thinking they're gonna open the resorts 
it seems like maybe they're doing the same thing. They're going to see how the resorts work and then head toward the park. Maybe we'll be hearing some news on that pretty soon. I know I feel, I feel bad for them. I mean, I'm not even at Disney World, but I still feel bad for the Disneyland friends because mm -hmm. they can see everybody having a good time riding all the rides. It just doesn't seem like the full magic is open because Disneyland is still closed. Right. Like, it's still exciting that Disney World is open, but it's just, there's still a piece of my heart that's still sad because Disneyland is still closed. Crazy how long it's been, too. Mm-hmm. So true. So Disney is waiving their cancellation reschedule fees all the way through December 31st, 2020. So anybody who wants to um, book those 2020 trips and is still a little bit uneasy about it because you know, with, with the uncertainty of how things are, like, well, what if, what if I have a, a sick family member and now we can't go? Well, you have until the night before to cancel your trip without getting any sort of uh, fee or penalty. So that gives you a lot of leeway. They used to have the 30 days you would have to cancel to get your money back, but now it is the night before um, in order to get your money back. Um, if you booked through a third party site, you want to make sure that this still applies to you and that there are no charges, but anybody who booked directly through Disney, you're you're set, you're good to go. Um, and that's just, I'm really glad Disney's doing that. We are all very thankful that they're doing that because it is uncertain. And I know there's a lot of guests who are wanting to book a trip, but on the fence. So hopefully this will help give a, little, a few people some peace of mind. Yeah, with the ups and downs, I think that would really help Definitely. We may not know when Disneyland and California Adventures will be reopening, but California Adventure just got a huge update on the Avengers campus, which I am so stoked about. Like, <laughs> I'm so stoked about Avengers campus. I'm really sad that they had to take out It's Tough to Be a Bug um, part of the park because that was one of my favorite parts of the of California Adventure and it was one of my kids favorite parts of California Adventure. I understand why they did it, but but Thor. I, I know. I know. <laughs> but now they're bringing in Avengers Campus. So I'm like, okay, tough to be a bug. Bye-bye. Avengers Campus. Hello. <laughs> um it was originally supposed to open July 18th, but it was obviously postponed due to the closure and construction continues to happen. And um, the chairman of Disney Parks recently took a tour of the campus and he shared pictures with the media, including the Quinn Jet, which has arrived in the land. And it is beautiful. I was gonna say, <laughs> all you have to do is Google Quinn Jet and it brings it up. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's so fun. I'm so excited. That's awesome. I'm excited to see the Spider-Man animatronic that's going to be in there. Like this campus really is going to be amazing. I routinely watch all the Avengers movies. It's like in my movie watching rotation and it's makes me want to travel to California. I you guys, California lie. Adventure is one of my favorite parks. And so this, having the Avengers there is just going to make it even more amazing. So Gar Tower of Terror has nothing on Guardians 
of Galaxy Mission Breakout. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Such a good ride. Well, I have some more good news. Um, it's not Avengers, but if you're a monorail fan, this might be for you. According to an article from Attractions Magazine, a new monorail attraction will be coming to Epcot. This was found in the new upcoming book titled The Disney Monorail, Imagineering a Highway in the Sky. A poster for the new attraction, Monorail Mach 10, indicates that it will be part of the new play pavilion coming to Epcot in 2021. This pavilion is supposed to have virtual reality and active games, so we'll see what that means for this attraction. This is just a rumor for now, but even if it is this attraction could be impacted by the recent closure. We will keep our ears open for any further information, but this is exciting. It, I feel like this could be kind of a sleeper. Like it might be something that's very Disney and it doesn't come from a movie. It doesn't come from anything else, but it's purely Disney. And I think those little touches are always nice. So I think they have an opportunity here to do something that people can really enjoy. I agree. I really love the monorail. So mm -hmm. I'm anxious to see what that's going to bring. I'm just really excited about all the things that they're doing to Epcot. I know. I wish they were all going to be done when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is good news for Shanghai Disney. They are increasing their guest capacity from 30% to 50%. General admission ticket holders and annual pass holders will be allowed to visit on any day that they are eligible. And same-day park tickets will also be available, but guests will still need to make a reservation. So that sounds good, like they have COVID under control there, because we know they were watching it, I think, probably a little more intently than we were as our country. I feel like they just yeah, have a better, hand, better handle on it from what, from what the news is saying. I, you know, you just don't from know. From what anymore. we gather. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if they were selling out at 30%, because Disney World isn't all the time. I know. Well, that was another thing, but I think it's later on in the news. We can talk more about that. Like, I think they really do need to let more pass holders because there's just not as many people traveling yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Like later on, they might need to adjust those numbers, but I think that that's part of it. So maybe they were selling out and they thought, well, it's working. No one's getting sick. Let's bump it up. Yeah. But I'm happy for them. So I'm happy for you, Shanghai Disney people. <laughs> Yay, Shanghai. <laughs> So starting August 21st, there will be, are you ready? There will be a Mulan preview as part of Disney, uh, Walt Disney Presents exhibit in Hollywood Studios. So this is hoping to promote the upcoming release of the live action Mulan movie, which is set to release on Disney Plus on September 4th. Um, so right around the corner, we got like less than two weeks and we will be able to watch that one but remember this is not a part of the disney plus monthly subscription milan is going to cost 29.99 to rent um, if you would like to view that one so that one does come with a little price tag on it but honestly a, a family of four is cheaper um, than going to a movie theater but not quite the same experience true I mean, you can have fun with it though. You could create, my kids do this. We'll have movie night and make seating and make popcorn and have snacks, or we'll do a little carpet picnic and 
you know, watch whatever movie we've selected. And I could see us doing this. I told my husband though, my kids are only eight and six, so we'll have to probably buy it, preview it first, and then decide if they can see it because it is rated PG-13. So we'll have to make that decision, but I'm going to try to convince the purchase to happen. So. So if you buy it, do you... Oh, like, do you own it? Do you get to watch it as many times as you want? Is it like you get it for a week? That was my question because I, I've not seen that anywhere. Surely, if they're making us pay twenty nine ninety nine, that would be the same as buying the DVD for yourself. I feel like I read that you would have access to it, but for a while, or or eternity, in, eternity, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, but I'm looking to see if I can confirm that. Okay. While you're looking that up, um, I'm just going to say what we did for Onward and Hamilton, because we did the kind of the same thing when those two came to Disney plus, we made it a huge deal. Like I put a movie poster on our front door. I printed out movie tickets for the kids. We called it Walker Cinema and we had like dinner in the movie. We even like got our kids in the car. We drove around town for like a couple minutes and said, we're going to the movies. And then we came back to our house. For Onward, we actually went to the local theater, which is shut down, but it had the movie theater poster there. So we, we got out of our car, took a picture by the Onward poster got in our car went back to our house to go to the theater and i don't know if you just make it fun it could be a really cool experience you don't have to you don't have to no, do and that it's definitely probably cheaper for you because there's four kids and two adults for your family yeah. so i'm sure 29.99 is far cheaper it's like half the price that we would have paid to go to a theater and we would have probably bought food at the theater as well we don't frequent the theater very much, but when we do, it is quite pricey. So this is saying that, and this was in my Google search when I looked up Mulan on Disney Plus, and it was coming from Disney Plus, that you can watch as many times as you like. And it's saying that this is called Premiere Access, so I don't know if this is something that they'll use in the future, if things continue as is and they have films that need to be released that they cannot release in the theater, you might be paying for this premiere access. It makes me wonder if eventually there might be like you pay another add-on for premiere access that would give you these first run movies that you would normally see in the theater. I will give you an update about Disney Cruise Line. They announced this week that any cruises booked from October 31st, 2020 through May 2021 can change or cancel their cruises within 15 days of sailing with no penalty. So this is a temporary cancellation policy and guests can change their cruise to a future sailing as long as it sails prior to May 31st, 2022. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. No, I mean, it is awesome, but yeah, 2022, crazy that 2022, like that seems so far away. <laughs> It'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully. All I know is I want to go on a Disney cruise really bad. So maybe Let's they'll just, lower the prices. Maybe, do it now. 
Yeah, all of us can afford to go now. Yeah, right. Yeah, it would be awesome. We haven't done a Disney cruise, and I would love to do one. So, well, here's to hoping, ladies. So, Cirque du Soleil's Drawn to Life has been postponed again. It was intended to preview back in March, but the opening was delayed. A prospective opening date for November was announced, but as of now, the first show has been pushed to 2021. Tickets are now available for shows beginning February 10th. I have never been to a Cirque du Soleil show. Um, they seem like they'd be amazing, but have any of y'all been to a Cirque du Soleil show? I can't say it. Oh my goodness, ladies. It's Cirque okay. du Soleil show before. <laughs> I have not. Where is this supposed to be showing? It's at Disney Springs. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. it's in that big. Oh, okay. That's really cool. Down by, um, oh, what is the name of the bowling alley? Splitsville. Splitsville. I was like, yeah. my brain went cuckoo. I mean, I've heard about it, but I just didn't realize where they were showing it. So Cirque du Soleil. It, it, it does seem like it's a really fun show to go to. I just don't think we've ever participated in it. It's a little pricey. Yeah, it that's is. probably why I've never been to a show. <laughs> I'm too cheap. <laughs> so it appears that some restaurants in the parks will be opening even when the parks shorten their hours. And we talked a little bit about this last week, if, if for people that were listening. And we wondered and if they would still keep those restaurants open. At that point, it was just a rumor, but it, it did come into fruition this week. That is, in fact, true. They are going to have some restaurants open after the parks close, and those restaurants would be Be Our Guest, Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom, those two, and then three restaurants at Hollywood Studios, Ogles Cantina, Sci-Fi Dine-In, and 50s Primetime. And so they will be staying open later. So you don't need to change your reservations if you have those, which if you were listening last week, we were saying how amazing it is to go when the park's closed and you have the park. Think of the cool pictures you could get. But Ogus Cantina, if you have a reservation for their, their menu is literally three items right now because of the, it's more about the beverages. It's more about the adult beverages. So you may and want to ambience. consider that. Right. You may want to consider that when you're making it. I mean, if, if you're cool with that for your meal and being there, I'm, I'm with you, but I just I wanted mean, the choices seemed really good and very versatile, like right. crowd blazers. All right. So several Disneyland Paris hotels have received opening dates. This is big news. Disneyland Paris hotel is going to open on December 8th, 2020. So not soon but at least there's a date and this one is even further off in the distance we have disney sequoia lodge it's going to open may 1st 2021 i'm just kind of surprised that they made an opening date for that <laughs> far in advance you know like we've got like hey disneyland's gonna open in like a month and then they're like may of 2021 <laughs> Ooh, disneyland paris <laughs> Hey, it gives you a time to make a reservation, right? Right, I guess so. Um, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel um, at Davy Crockett's Ranch. They still haven't released official opening dates yet, but who knows? Maybe when they do, it'll be like, hey, December of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> they want you to have something to look forward to. 
Right. The Disneyland Paris. Paris. Disneyland Paris Hotel. December 8th. <laughs> we got that to look forward to. Talking about things that have reopened, Haleo in Disney Springs has reopened with shortened operating hours. The restaurant will be closed Monday through Wednesday, but it will be open 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Sunday for dinner. Has anybody eaten there before? I have not. No. Nope. I haven't gone to very many of the Disney Springs restaurants. So we usually just eat in the parks. Um, La Brea Bakery at Disneyland has reopened and it will be open Monday through Thursday from 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Friday to Sunday from 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. And they have lots of outdoor seating. That's nice. Outdoor seating's a must these days. Yes. <laughs> so on Saturday, the Rise of the Resistance never even opened at Hollywood Studios. We are very sure that this left many guests sad and disappointed. Since the reopening, this ride has been troubled. It has been struck by lightning. Guests have struggled to get boarding passes. Many of the show elements haven't been operational during the ride and many glitches have caused the ride to be closed for a short time and sometimes even all day. We hope that Disney gets us together soon because many of their guests are coming to Orlando specifically to see Galaxy's Edge and ride the Rise of the Resistance. The only thing that I can compare this to is how cars get fancier and fancier with screens and gadgets and things that you can make do special things. Whereas they used to have windows that you had to roll up and down and you know, nothing was fancy about a car. And guess what? Those cars didn't break, but the new fancy ones do. And I think this is a new fancy ride with more bells and whistles. And the more bells and whistles you have, the more opportunity you have for something to go wrong. And I oh, think there's so, yeah, there's so many places on that ride that could break down. I just can't even imagine being an engineer working on that ride, trying to figure out where it broke and why it mm -hmm. broke and like how to, and this is the thing that I always think is amazing at Disneyland or Disney World or any Disney park, the rides break down quite a bit not quite a bit but often right and yet we still stand in line for them and we still go on them even though <laughs> even though they're like breaking down i mean and they're not like breaking down to where it's dangerous but there's just so many like little areas that could glitch and so it just makes sense that they do kind of break down every once in a while but i just find that so funny i saw this one youtuber he was in line for an hour and a half for rise of the resistance waiting for it to to come back like when it first reopened in july and he was inside like after you walk through and see the stormtroopers that's where he was sitting for an hour and a half and i was like i i wouldn't be able to do it like i would just say okay i'm gonna leave now and not ride this ride but yes it depends on how much you want it right it's true i mean and it's i mean how is something not going to go wrong when it is struck by lightning, <laughs> lightning right have y'all seen that video <laughs> you can go and oh, see yeah. it oh my goodness it's big lightning i don't i yes. didn't know lightning was that i know <laughs> you, guys said, you guys said that last week and joy goes does 
lightning have sizes? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he played me that part. And I said, watch the video and you'll know what they're talking about. Because he was like, big lightning isn't all lightning. And he was just yeah. like, <laughs> no. No, nothing compares like to that skinny, one. Skinny little bolts of lightning. This was right. like a honking fat bolt of lightning. <laughs> it was like several right. bolts of lightning all hooked together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this past Friday, August 21st, Disney World released some more spots for the pass holders for the week of August 22nd through the 28th, which is this week, including some spots at Hollywood Studios. Um, and once we are past the 28th, the park reservations are full with the exception of Epcot having openings on the 31st of August, which is next Monday. Um, the Magic Kingdom season pass slots are all filled for October 31st and Labor Day weekend is also fully booked across the board for theme park ticket guests, guests with room reservations and annual pass holders. So I'm wow. sure there's gonna still be some sad pass holders. Um, like I said, I don't know what the answer is unless they just want to bump up the pass holders until they the reservation guests and the ticket holder guests start filling out their amounts is the only thing that I can think of that they can do. But then you're going to have somebody else upset. So, I mean, I don't know that there is a, really a good answer. Well, right. and just a reminder to the listeners who do have a trip coming up to make those reservations, those park reservations, as soon as you buy your tickets... I was confused and thought that you had to wait, you know, like the 30 days before you went to the park to make your park reservation. And you can do it the second you have a ticket confirmation, you can get on there and make those park reservations. Right. And then there's also, you know, like when you're, if you are planning a trip to go, you can go on the Disney um, website and you can see the, the calendar of availability too so you can kind of plan your trip before you book your trip yeah it's a little reverse now you have to think which park you want to go to first previously you would think where do i want to eat first. Exactly. <laughs> and now you have to think which park do i want to be yeah. in right but just make sure to make those reservations as soon as you get those tickets and you can always change them so that's the nice thing it's not like you're set in stone like you could modify but you want to you want to have a, a plan just in case. Yep. So Orlando, speaking of dining, Orlando's Magical Dining Month has started at Disney Springs. During this month, select restaurants will offer meals, which include a three-course meal for a set price of thirty-five dollars per person, which seems very reasonable um, for a three-course meal. We have El Molino. Terralina Crafted Italian and Paddlefish. They're all participating in this and it runs Friday, August 28th through Sunday, October 4th. Just seems like a fun little um, little thing to go and do. Be a nice date night. Let's get on that plane, Vicki. <laughs> It'll be over before I get there. <laughs> um, have you seen the new fall ears? I'm all about my Mickey ears. I love my I Mickey ears. I know that ears. about you. I go to the park and in my backpack, there's like 10 sets of Mickey ears so that I can, <laughs> so I can switch them out throughout the day. Um, there are Oogie Boogie ears and they are clear ears that light up with Oogie Boogie on each ear for $17. And the second has faux leather ears striped like Jack's suit with characters from the Nightmare Before Christmas. 
The faux leather ears have a black iridescent bow in the center and can be purchased for $29.99. There are super cute jack-o'-lantern ears made with orange and black faux leather and can be found on Shop Disney for $29.99. There's also, this one's really cool, a Maleficent headband. I know there's a lot of villain lovers out there. Um, it's sequined and glittery horns atop the headband and can also be purchased for $29.99. Uh, lilac and lavender glittery ears with a metallic bow and can now be found at the Emporium on Main Street for $29.99. There are also emerald sequin ears with a metallic emerald boy at World of Disney. I apologize. For it's a bow. I was wondering. Okay. Boy. I was, Can you tell I was typing quickly. Emerald boy. Okay, so I'm going to start that one over. Sorry. There are also emerald sequin ears with a metallic emerald bow at World of Disney for $29.99. And the classic black sequin Mickey ears with the red sequin bow has been changed to black sequin ears with a red metallic bow. And these were spotted in mouse gears at Epcot for $29.99. So a lot of new ears that you can add to your collection. That sounds great. I love ears. I've got my Ziploc bags and my backpack with my ears sorted for myself and my children whenever we go to the parks. Yes. I, I seriously do have, like, I have my Epcot ears, I have my Hollywood Studio ears, I have my Walt Disney, my Magic Kingdom ears, my kids all have ears, sometimes I wear their ears, <laughs> like, my son has his Peter Pan ears, so whenever we go on Peter Pan, he wears his Peter Pan ears, and I just, yes, I love the ears, I think they're so fun. They I'm are actually fun. surprised that some of them, like the uh, Oogie Boogie ears, were just $17. I don't think I've ever seen ears for $17. I, know, I thought that was weird, too. I've always seen them for $29.99 or more. Well, they're, those are more like a headband kind of thing. So it's not like... The not, big, plush yeah. type of ear. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. I don't know if you guys have also seen on Lego. Lego has a brand new thing out um, with far as Disney goes they have their Lego art set I don't know if you guys have seen this they have a Sith collection and each one of them is $145 and you can buy there's three of them so you would have to buy all three <laughs> but well each set can make all three so you can it's like one of those like creator three-in-one kind of sets where you can make each different thing that's in there but you can't make them all at the same time so if you want each one of these pieces of art you have to buy all three but they're amazing they are seriously amazing that sounds really cool Very so we fun. need to become rich so that we can have them <laughs> Well, I have a very uh, nice note for us to end on here. This is very Yay. exciting to me, so I hope it's exciting to everyone out there. As we all know, dining at some restaurants at Disney is challenging. There haven't been any walk-up and dine spots for table service restaurants. This week, there was a choice on the reservation section, and it is called a Now Button. You could click on this for a walk up and dine reservation. This was in the row next to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
So shortly after this news was shared, it disappeared from the My Disney Experience app. That was very sad. <laughs> but we have learned that Disney is working on adding this to the app, but it isn't quite ready. So we'll definitely keep you posted on this exciting news. That's just awesome. I know reservations change so often when it comes to dining and to have that ability to be in the park and have a chance to easily look up a reservation if it's available for somewhere you're close by that is maybe a, a typically a difficult reservation to get that maybe someone has canceled and you don't have to walk up to the podium and ask cast member. This might also be a way that they're trying to create more social distancing, possibly. Either way, I'm happy about it. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I hope it stays. Because I there is it. a lot of time. Now, I know Cinderella's Royal Table and some of the really, really hard, like, be, uh, be our guest. But, you know, sometimes you want to just get into Crystal Palace or the Plaza or something like that. And to be able to click now and see what if there is anything nearby available, that is amazing. So I'm not sure why that wasn't in place already, actually. Yes. Great. Love it. Love it. Love it. You know, there are some good things that are coming out of this whole COVID-19. Yeah, I am really glad right. um, because I know two weeks ago or maybe it was three weeks ago when Sarah was on when, maybe it was just two weeks ago when Sarah was on before I felt like all it was was doom and gloom because yes. I think Joey wanted the title so the episode the doom and gloom news from Disney this week and I was like no we're not naming it that um, he was like, he's like seriously mom I don't think there was very much positive in this I'm like well we're just supposed to be reporting the news and the news is not always happy but in this case I feel like it was more good than bad so I'm so thankful. Thank you guys both, uh, Margie and Sarah, for joining Stephanie and myself. And we um, are always glad to have you guys on because it's fun to talk Disney, of course. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can simply email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, the Mousecapades podcast and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Kaylee and Joey give us part two of their review of Marvel movies. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, ladies, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Adventure is out there. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.